Hello and welcome to the Business Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adila Rafiz, the global business whisperer. If you are wondering how to create a life in business that is intuitive, authentic, and successful, that is exactly what we are here to help you do each and every week, where we bring you episodes, interviews, tools, tips, everything that you are looking for to help you realize that the most important ingredient in your business is you and listening to the whispers of your intuition, your gut instinct. It has helped me create a business beyond my wildest dreams and I'm here to now help you do the same. So if you are ready to download some of this business whispering magic into your life and business, stay tuned because you're in the right place. Hello and welcome Business Whisperers to the Business Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adela Rafis, and we have a really exciting guest today, the wonderful goddess Athena. Athena is a kinesiologist, trance channeler, and spiritual business consultant. Athena helps lightworkers to activate their soul gifts and step into their purpose to create abundant, soul-aligned businesses. Based in Australia, she teaches globally and has supported hundreds of lightworkers to activate their channeling abilities through her programs and go on to create successful businesses. I know that you will love this conversation, so hold on to your hats and let's dive in. So a super warm welcome to you, Athena. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. I am really excited about, I'm sure, the amazing conversation we're going to have today. Thank you so much for having me on, Adila. I love your work. I love what you do. I'm super inspired by you myself. So I'm so excited to be on here and get to chat to your audience as well. Ah, that's amazing. So I want to actually begin by asking you to go ahead and give us your personal take on like who you are and your backstory and how you got to have one of the coolest jobs in the world, I reckon. I reckon too. (laughs) Yeah, I love what I do. And it's funny because like growing up, you're told you have to do things a certain way and be a certain role. But all my life I've been spiritual, I've been psychic and I had dreams of doing this, but I never thought that it was possible. To be honest, when I first started doing it, there weren't really many people in the online space who are doing what I'm doing. So I didn't really have anyone to look up to. And I love that now you kind of look into the online space and there are so many people doing it because it's just a reminder of that it's that's possible for anyone if that's what they truly desire. So I'm a kinesiologist, a trans channeler and a spiritual business consultant. I mainly help my clients activate their soul gifts, their psychic abilities, and then actually use those to start and scale their spiritual businesses. I've been doing this for quite a long time. I grew up very psychic, channeling my guides and started my business in my early 20s. And it's always been what I love to do and what I see myself doing for the rest of my life. That's amazing. What was it like to, first of all, have that gift? And then secondly, I imagine that it's not, you know, a traditional thing to tell people you're going to do when you're in your 20s and people are saying, oh, what are you going to do? Are you going to study? Are you going to like, you know, and you're saying, I'm going to start a business using my gifts and talents. Yeah, totally. I mean, as a teenager, I had a really hard time. Like, 
it was really overwhelming. I think I didn't really get the normal teenage experience just because I was dealing with so much, dealing with seeing things, hearing things and not knowing how to manage it. You, you don't really have that support. I didn't have anyone in my life who was like that, that I could turn to and go, how do I deal with this? How do I deal with the intense energies I'm feeling and seeing? So it really took me a few years to figure it out until at 18, I started studying energy healing. I first did Reiki and that helped me so much because I actually learned how to work with the energies, manage it, and even create boundaries around it, which I didn't have. It pretty much really quickly catapulted me into studying kinesiology and alternative methodologies and At 21, I was like, okay, like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do with my life. I think most people around me, they, who knew me, they were like, yeah, that's pretty natural for you to go in that direction. But I think it was quite odd for a lot of people who met me and knew me. A lot of people kind of were like, that's, you know, you're not going to have much success going into that. I definitely got a lot of that. And also feeling like the odd one out. I definitely have this memory of when I was like 21, going to a business networking group and being surrounded by all these middle-aged men who were like, I'm a copywriter. I'm a digital marketer. And I'm like, I'm a 21 year old psychic. Oh, and I can proudly say like years later, my business is a lot more successful than theirs. But at the time, they all looked a little bit like, huh, okay, that's interesting. (laughs) I love that on so many levels. And I'm also like so intrigued about how having all of this psychic ability and being aware of the things that you must have been aware of, as you just mentioned, as a teenager, probably, you know, as a child, as a teenager, How long do you think it took you to like figure out what was going on and to be able to take it from something that you did not know how to find your way around to being really comfortable in that space? I want to say a good few years. I definitely took the hard way because when I first opened up to everything, I didn't really know what to make of it. It was only kind of in my Then I started studying like how to actually work with the gifts and doing all these courses and learning how to use it because otherwise it would just overwhelm me. And it wasn't really until I was 21 where I understood my gifts can allow me to heal others, to heal myself. Like now when I'm with a client, it's just talking to their higher self about what they need to work on. And there is no kind of a mystery. If I want to manifest something, walk into a new direction in my life, in my business, it's always asking How can I make that happen? What do I need to do? What steps do I need to take? And so many of my programs, my business steps, they're all channeled. They're all received from spirit. And same, like if everywhere I look in my life, the reason why I have it, my relationship, my home, my business, it's all responsible from the guidance that I received and took action on. And if I hadn't received it, I wouldn't have the things that I do now. And I truly believe that it's available for everyone, but it definitely, I definitely took the, like the hard path of working with it and learning how to work with it. Do you think more and more people opening up to this kind of world and to what it offers people like us? Absolutely. And I see it so much like six years ago, when I first kind of went into the online world, there was hardly anyone doing it. There was hardly anyone taking up that online space. And now all of a sudden I'm seeing energy healers and psychics everywhere. And I love it because people are realizing more and more, oh, I have these gifts and I can actually use them to help others, help myself. And from that energy, I can go and create a business that I love that brings joy to me and joy to others. And that's this whole paradigm shift that I'm here for. And I love it. Yeah, I love that too. And what I especially was excited about talking to you about is on the Business Whisperer podcast, we're really 
the base belief or thing that this whole concept is based on is that you can do what is so authentic and true for you and the gifts and talents that you have. And not only can you use them to create your life and your business, but you can do it in only that way. Like you don't have to mix it in with what everyone else is telling you. You don't have to do some bastardized version of, you know, I'm trying to be corporate business person with, and also include my gifts that you can actually show up as who you are. You can speak in a way and look away and practice your modalities or create your business in the way that resonates best with you and also your higher self. And you can be very successful doing it. In fact, doing it this way is the thing that will create the greatest version of success for you. And you are someone who I think is a great example of that because I know you, we're actually in a mastermind together and I know that you're successful. I know that you hit amazing targets and goals in terms of numbers. And as you were saying, the businesses and sorry, business courses and programs you offer. So tell me a little bit more about your business and creating a successful business. And we're talking successful across any industry. When we're talking about having a business that's hitting the six and multiple six figures, when we're talking about 100K launches that you, like you recently had, I think that's successful across the board and not just for your industry. So tell me about getting to that place and and what it's been like for you. Yeah. And what you were just saying, that is like the importance of that. And I think people underestimate that so much, but I think that for me, like when I really tapped into it and going, oh, this is what I'm here to do and went with it. That's when success really started. And I think it's hard for a lot of people because in the business space, they come across people who are successful or they think, oh, you know what? I'll just start serving like in the business world, I'll just start like business coaching because that looks to be the easiest way to create success. Or maybe if I start serving this kind of people, even though it's not what I want, what feels good for me, that's what's going to create success. And what happens is we're doing something that's not aligned with us. We're serving someone that we're not aligned with serving. And so we don't actually have growth. That person's created success in that area because that's aligned with who they are, their sole purpose. It's full alignment for them. And it's not about listening to or watching how other people are doing it, but going what's right for you. And there were many times when I was like, oh, that kind of looks good. Let me do that. And then it ended up not being in soul alignment and I had to learn the hard way, but I see it now with my own clients. It's so important to follow your path because I actually do not believe that we can be successful if we're trying to do something that we're not supposed to, or maybe we can create some level of success, but it's not going to feel good. It's not going to bring that feeling that I'm sure you feel in your business as well, which is like this fulfillment. Like the first time I ever taught spiritually, I had this feeling of like, this is what I was born to do. And I knew in my heart, there is nothing, nothing else that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Like there was no doubt in my mind. And I think when we follow that feeling and align with it, that's where we find success. Not from like a business coach saying, maybe if you like move slightly to this direction, that's where you'll have success. And for me and my clients, what I find um, is that a lot of the time we're working with their spiritual team and I'm asking their higher self, like, who are they here to serve? Who are they here to work with? 
because it's actually from that intuitive place and understanding that and most of my clients when I tell them like this is what I'm getting they're like oh yeah I know I just don't know if I can actually create success from it so I think like the most important thing to know is that whatever you feel in your heart that's your soul alignment that's what you were put here to do and simply because you were put here to do that you can create success doing that and following that path I, I love that. I was just thinking back as you were saying, like, I think that's such a learning because I can definitely think back to all of that shiny object syndrome, you know, in my earlier years of like, yeah, I should collaborate with this person. Yeah, I should try and niche down into that niche. Yeah, I should try that approach too. And it might be exciting or interesting enough for the first like few hours or days or weeks. And then it just fizzles out and you realize this is not my thing either. And that thing that you keep coming back to and that thing that really lights you up and that you would like to do for free, <laughs> but it would lo- you would love to be paid for it is the thing that often brings us that, that success, but also is what will prevent us from getting burnt out and wasting our time. Like for me, the, the learnings around all of those things that took me off my path cost me time and cost me energy and cost me money often as well and now I just know like that it's a no (laughs) and not to do it and just to like keep going in the direction and to follow the whispers of what is just that true soul alignment for myself so I very much resonate with that And it's almost like being narrow-minded and being able to say no just as much as we say yes. No, that isn't my calling. No, that's not what I'm here to do. And I remember my first time ever investing with a business coach. They kept trying to push me into changing who I'm serving. So I started off as an energy healer and a psychic. That was my first thing. And they were like, serve this, like serve business people, change it. And I was like, no, that that doesn't feel right. And I did try and follow their path for a little bit just because I was like, okay, they're successful. They know what they're doing didn't have very much success with it because that wasn't my path. And now just a couple of months ago, I had my first 100K launch and it was purely teaching, channeling, and it was all spiritual. Like there is not a business part of it. And now the business part is a part of my business model, but it's happened naturally. The most successful part of my business is the spiritual part of it because that's what I'm here to do. And it was following that path, following that calling, that created that and it's possible for anyone when they're following their path I love that so much and with creating a 100k launch teaching a course that teaches other people to channel tell me about how was that integration point because something I do talk about and teach about is that as spiritual beings and as intuitive people who are here to create our businesses in an intuitive way there is still this beautiful meeting point where we have to like energy meet strategy is what I call it and so it can't be all energy and just like sitting there channeling information and never putting anything into practice and nor can it be like this hustle mindset where it's like do 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 with no alignment or energetic input so what was that like for you to bring together because I'm sure it, it it was that it was that beautiful you know symphony between your energetic and intuitive knowing and the strategic or the practical things you had to institute for this launch to be successful 
Mm, that's such a good point. And it is so true. So my business framework is healing strategy and spirit, because the truth of it is most people know, okay, so I show up and I sell my sessions online. That's how I get clients. I could give a client like the full strategy. Okay. This is a strategy that's really aligned with you. That's going to feel good and work good for you, but they still might procrastinate. They still might be anxious. They might avoid doing it kind of go, Oh, let me go do this thing. All the things we do when we procrastinate. And when clients have any of those procrastination or avoidance or fear to me, that's a big red flag that there's a block there. And I think that's something that we see a lot that just giving the strategy, or if you've ever signed, if anybody listening to this has ever signed up for business course, it's just strategy focused and they find themselves hitting like this block over and over again. That's when it's actually really important to go in and go, what actually blocks am I showing up here? The biggest one that I see with spiritual practitioners is visibility. It's that witch wound, it's the fear of showing up, being heard, sharing our gifts, but even things like worthiness, money blocks are so important. And I think to be successful in this way and doing our sole purpose work here, we have to be consistently working through all of the stuff that keeps coming up. And to me, like this is beyond mindset work, like mindset works, it's mindset work is like the perspective that we see the world in, but that mindset is created because of the beliefs that we have and we have them in our body, which is like why the work you're doing is so important because it works through that. But it's like, if we can identify those beliefs, programs, traumas inside of ourselves and heal them, that's what creates this alignment, the speed where all of a sudden we're showing up and we're doing what's most important because if someone is spending all their time on a website or doing business cards, stuff that's not actually moving them forward, that's where the healing work needs to come in. So it's like healing is this big portion along with the strategy, but then that spiritual aspect of it is, is this aligned with me? Is this what I was put here to do? And that's that intuitive side of it. And so for me, when I'm launching something like, for example, Channeling Spirit Academy, a lot of it was channeled. It was like, okay, guys, how am I going to launch this? What do I need to do? What workshops do I need to do? Getting that intuitive spiritual alignment part of it getting the strategy down, using all my business strategy, making sure that that's aligned and then going, if I hit six figures in this launch, what's a big fear? Like what could potentially stop me? What's the worst thing about happening and tuning into, you know, I had to do inner child healing. I had to connect into the wounds that I had when I was young and work through them. And I think when we can kind of combine that, we really create alignment, success in alignment. And I think it's very, I do think it's quite narrow-minded to just kind of give strategy. I, and I think that's where a lot of people, especially intuitive people, they struggle because strategy is, is not enough. Yeah, I, I so agree. And it's so interesting because I think even intuitive and spiritual people forget that or can forget that when it comes to business, because as you were talking about with a lot of the, a lot of these wounds that I think we both see and work with around worthiness, visibility, money blocks, all of that stuff can take you away when you think I'm an intuitive person. I work with a lot of healers, like that's kind of my niche practitioners and healers. We have this thing around, we're here to heal and to help people. And so if I 
ask them to go out and, you know, heal people for free, they can do amazing things. And then if I say, cool, can you go out and put a price point on that and ask for money in return? Uh, suddenly all these blocks are coming up and suddenly it's so significant and suddenly it's so difficult. And this is why I love what you're sharing about your 100K launch, because on top of that, if I said go out and do a six figure launch with what you're offering to the world, the significance of like those numbers and zeros and making it inclusive. And this is the thing. We're not saying make it about the money because that's not authentic either. That's not aligned with us. But it is important. I believe that we're here to experience abundance or to be looked after while we share our gifts with the world. And so to include money in the equation of a spiritual business there is so much work still to be done in, in the industry as a whole. <laughs> and that's why I love this conversation because I'm just really like, yeah, how do we share more of this with the world? How do we spotlight more and more people who are so genuine, so authentic and are helping people with what they are doing and being financially rewarded by it so that they can have a good quality of life and they can continue to do this work. Absolutely. And the money work is so, so important for people who are healers, because there's this whole like collective consciousness about spiritual healers, like, oh, you shouldn't care about the money at all. And one, it's not fair. But two, whenever I've worked with a healer and channeling their guides, it's like their guides always want them to be abundant. And it's like, it's always there. Like, of course, we want you to be supported. Nobody's guides are ever sitting there like, yeah, you need to give out 40 hours of for free of healing on top of your nine to five job so that you're broke and burnt out because that's what you're here to do. No, their guides are always like, we want you to make a lot of money so you can impact more people. I serve literally hundreds of people in my business. Like at the moment, it's hundreds of people. That's not counting the free ones, the amount that I'm impacting. But I could not do that when I was, you know, making a lot less money. It's money that's allowed me to hire more, impact more. So the more money I have, the more I'm changing the world, the more I'm helping and healing. And it's never been the priority, but it is really important that it's not put on the back burner because people are better off when they invest in you. People are better off when they invest in themselves and you're better off the more abundant you are. Yeah, for sure. And I, that is part of the message that I'm just so excited to be taking to the world now mm -hmm. around not only is it possible, but it's achievable and it's doable and it's actually better for everyone, <laughs> not just better for you. It's better for everyone. If people and healers and practitioners and spiritual entrepreneurs can work through this money stuff and start to recognize that because this is how we create a better world and this is how we create more impact. So yeah, I love that. And are there any tips that you would share with entrepreneurs, whether they are starting out or even spiritual entrepreneurs or intuitives who've been in business for a while, but that success part, especially that financial success seems to be elusive. How do we share some of what you have been able to tap into with these people? What would you say? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely do have like, I want to call it like a spiritual business audit where it's like, okay, where are the gaps coming up? Because really like when we have gaps, like we think we're doing all the right things, but it's not showing up no matter what we're doing. It's really important that we examine like the strategic part of it, the soul alignment, spiritual part of it and the healing part of it. So when it comes to the strategic part of it, I'm a big believer in having a really good scalable offering, something that actually allows us to scale. It's transformation focused and people resonate with it. Something that's really powerful offering that they have some way of being visible. Now this can be a marketing strategy, a content strategy, but it's a way that we build an audience who want to binge on our content. That's the second thing. So really making sure, you know, like this podcast now, that's, that's perfect. That's a way of getting visible. And third, that we have the, that we're actually selling, we're showing up and selling daily consistently, and we're getting in front of our ideal client. So that's a strategic. And if we have all three of those, then it's like, great. Okay. So maybe we need to examine the spiritual metaphysical part of it. When it comes to that part of it, I really like to check in for my clients' beliefs. So if they have a goal set like this year, I want to make six figures for the first time in my business, I'm checking in, you know, does their subconscious feel safe? Do they feel worthy? Is it good for them? Good for everyone else? So it's almost like doing these fundamental beliefs because if there is fear, anxiety, it's indicative that there is a block a belief that needs to be worked on. And when we're fully aligned, we believe it's good for ourselves. It's safe for us. It's good for everyone else. It's so much easier to show up. And I think when it comes to money, that's where we really need to kind of sit in and get clear on it. So if someone listening to this has a goal like a six figure business and they just can't get any close to it, I'd really invite that person to go, well, when I hit six figures in my business, How's that going to affect me? How's that going to affect my family? What's the worst thing about that? What comes with that? What do I have to let go of that I now have? What am I fearful is going to happen? It's almost like that shadow work, just uncovering it. Because if you're like, okay, well, I'm going to get to six figures, but that means I'm going to have to, this is a big one I have with clients who are scaling. So normally they've hit about 5k months, but they haven't got to the six figure mark yet. It's I'll have to work harder. So I'm going to get burnt out. And then it's understanding money and working with money and understanding you can scale and get paid more without working hard. And it's kind of the belief there is I have to work hard to make money. Every time I show up, I make money and it's clearing that I'm working around. I make money whether I show up or not. And I think as a person scales, that's really important. So it's really sitting here and going, what's my biggest fear when I reach my financial goal and actually doing the healing. I think that's just as important as the strategic part of it. Yes, I love all of that. That is so pertinent (laughs) to, I think, every single person in life and business. But, you know, there are always going to be people who are open to the spiritual or even the mindset work it kind of amazes me that people think that it it can kind of be bypassed and even if you can put it off for a little bit that is possible but you can't actually bypass it completely because you're gonna hit a block at some point you're either going to burn yourself out or you're going to find that you can make all the money but then your relationships are going to suffer or that you just can't hit past that glass ceiling that is held in place by all of the subconscious and energetic stuff so yeah I I love it and I'm sure the listeners of this podcast are resonating with it 
why don't you tell us a little bit more about some of your offerings as well so that people can kind of find out more about what you offer and how they could work with you. Absolutely. I'd love to. So my big program, the kind of one that I'm most well known for is Channeling Spirit Academy. That is a three month intensive program that teaches you how to channel your guides, higher self, angels, trans channel, light language channel vocally and really open up those psychic abilities and gifts. And a lot of people from there go on to become channelers and create their own business. And then I also support practitioners, channelers, psychics to actually use that combination of strategy, healing, and spirit to grow a successful spiritual business. And I do that through my business alchemy mastermind. So it's activating and then actually moving into creating a business that you love. And I do have lots of free courses, free trainings on my website as well. So everyone's welcome to check those out as well. And so social media and your website are all linked below in the show notes. But if you just want to quickly tell us what your handles are on socials and what your website is. Yeah, totally. So my Instagram is starseed underscore awakening and my website is athenabailey.com. It's been so cool to talk to you. I could actually keep talking to you forever, but in the interest of keeping this short and sweet and maybe um, luring our listeners back for an encore episode at some point, I will love you and leave you here. I just wanted to say thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you and I can't wait to see what else you do in the future. It's just so inspiring to see your success and I thank you for doing what you do in the world. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on Adila. I really appreciate it. And that wraps up another episode of the Business Whisperer podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Your support means the world to me. Now, as always, if you found value in today's episode, do me a favor and share it with someone who you know would love this information or leave us a review so you can help other people find this podcast too. Wishing you so much success ahead. And as always, remember, keep following the whispers.